You're listening to Good As Hell, a podcast recently described by Derek Jewell in the Sunday Times as unmatchably brilliant at their best, careless and self-indulgent at their least. I'm your host, John Rutherford. And I'm Rick Hampton. Hi, mate. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, buddy. We uh, we missed a week last week. Yeah, somebody... I was, I was very ill. Um, <laughs> I, I had the high five and... Um, you had the what? The high five. What the hell does that mean? HIV. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life, and I love it. I love it. I love yes. It. You've got the high five. I like the high five, or I like saying I've got the hiv. And um, yeah, and I'm, I'm just trying to claw my life back now. Now I've hit rock bottom. How's your week been? Mm. Yeah, um, pretty bland, to be honest. Not much to report. I uh, got some more filled in on my tattoo. Cool. Uh, and then working. That's it, mate. Um, my, what about you? Yeah, it was good. It's just same old, same old bullshit. Um, my daughter's obsessed <laughs> with um, the tattoos that you've got that she was walking around yesterday sporting, tra- like stick-on tattoos. <laughs> so, well, the, fir- the first time she met me, uh, within 15 minutes, she started colouring in a massive blue patch on her thigh with felt pen. <laughs> Speaks volumes for the uh, quality of my tattoo, I guess. Yeah, do you feel that it's a scathing indictment of the quality of artwork that is, you're sporting? It is literally the worst review I've ever had. <laughs> we got to do a bit of um, bit of cleanup on um, some some stories from from the uh, week before last. Oh, go on. I've pulled things together. I've um, I've got into my network of contacts, Rick, and I've sure, um, sure. I've reached out and I found out that unfortunately there isn't a town in Brazil called Rabialto. Oh, mate, I'm heartbroken. Absolutely gutted. I was looking for tickets. <laughs> I was, yeah, we're going to go there and mourn that poor <laughs> we're, boy. We're t- taking the podcast on the road <laughs> straight to Rabialto. Yeah, it's where you got to go. It's where it's where stuff happens. Rabialto is a town like no other. <laughs> yeah, as in it doesn't exist. Yeah, as in well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Snoops is rating that story as untrue. So, ah, uh, I do love a bit of Snoops. I love it. I love it as well. I love the fact that he ran off um, from his wife to marry an escort. It's constantly used by um, like far right people to discredit um, when he says that President Abungla didn't really set up FEMA <laughs> camps. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh well, there you go. Well, it must be true then. Um, it what must else, be true. What else did I have for you? That was. Um, did you see anything around um, the brilliant um, Eagles fans still managing? It doesn't matter the weather or what the poles are covered in. An Eagles fan will climb to the top of it. So you know the um, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the police oh, had to yes, yes, Opposing Greece. Yes. Um, well, that didn't stop them after they won from climbing up the poles. <laughs> Which begs the question: Why are they doing it? That's, that sounds like a poor system. Yeah, I mean, they could. I, well, I think they're probably just it's R and D, isn't it? They're just learning. It's just a learning curve about what you've got to cover a pole in. <laughs> yeah. What, to yeah. Get yeah. <laughs> to to. <laughs> To, to stop Americans climbing on it. Yeah, you can't stop for the uh, Eagles fan sliding up well, and down a greased pole. So, so presumably, so presumably, a Philly cheesesteak wouldn't work either. No. But no, but some fresh but some fresh vegetables. Yeah, might keep them away. Might keep them away. No, I reckon that they're. I reckon that you know, like they say um, about the milita- militarization of the police, like it's getting worse and mm. worse. And you know, when it started off with. Revolvers, revolvers became semi-automatic handguns, became fucking tactical nukes in the streets of black neighborhoods. Yeah. I think we're seeing an arms race develop in Philadelphia. In pole climbing. Um, you start off with smearing lard on a pole and it's ineffective. Mm. Well, what, what else mm. have you got to move to? Olive oil. What else have we got in the slippery states? Obviously, you're going to go towards yeah. a more technical alternative, something man-made. I'm thinking KY. I- but that KY could not jelly, be enough. Obviously. <laughs> now, yeah. uh, are they going to go? Are they going to go more esoteric? Are they going to get out central Yelangulang? I don't know. Ah, nice. But I'm nice. excited to find out. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, what about uh, some kind of? What, let's take it the other way. Let's go with some kind of adhesive. First man up is fucked. Yeah. Everybody else learns the lesson. Yeah. That's that's true. Super glue. That's true. Super yeah. glue. Yeah. Velcro. 
and they're quite I mean, the, the Italians are quite hairy Velcro. people yeah, Velcro <laughs> and they're just stuck to it Can you imagine Robin Williams trying to climb up a may rest in peace good gravy trying to cry, climb up a Velcro pole Ooh, the, the one thing ooh, he is I'm not, stuck now one, ooh I can't climb any higher one, one thing he is not doing is resting in peace my friend he is he is resting at a thousand miles an hour <laughs> he is he's riffing he's just going for it so um we've had a we've had a few few questions in this week I'm, I'm amazed that we're getting questions in this is like if nothing else happens with this podcast i'll be i'll be impressed that two of our friends sent questions to uh, the twitter um check again Rick. Success. we've got three people having sent questions in uh, check again if you if you include the 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 um the eponymous. No, you can't Ken. send in your own question. All right. I think you'll find I can. <laughs> I did. I think you'll find I can, and I will. <laughs> yeah, I already have. First one coming in from um, your friend of mine, Bona Nazi sixty nine sixty nine. Hold on, hold the fucking phone. If I'm not allowed to write in questions, you're not allowed to write in questions as a pseudo fucking uh, uh, fan. Are you saying that's that... not that's whoa 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 whoa. Shut the front you door. You are Bona Nazi. Are you saying that I'm Bona Nazi? Are you pulling back the curtain? Are you parting the kimono and saying that I'm the Bona Nazi? You, my friend. I think I don't think anyone thought that Bona Nazi wasn't you. Well, I it's am got, not. It's got John Rutherford written all over it. I'm not. I'm not um, yeah. Bona Nazi, and I would thank you to um, keep his name out out your mouth. Okay. Um, no, that doesn't make sense. I thank you to keep my name. Not his name. Yeah, unaffiliated. Um, I've actually got a live studio audience today. Who have you got watching um, you? Lena's Le- Lena's got a question for the podcast. You ready? I'm ready. Are you scared? Here she is. Come on then. Hi, what, John. What's, what, question? what's the earliest memory you have of each other? Oh, that's quite similar to one of the other questions we had. I'm going to bring those two together. I did hear that. What's the earliest memory that yeah. I had of I have of you and and vis a vis? Um, I remember yeah. meeting you in Yateley's, um, the the tennis court in Yateley's school. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think Adam Jones introduced us. Yeah. I, I have a slightly different memory of it, actually. What was that? It wasn't, it wasn't Adam Jones, it was Adam Jones that introduced us, but it wasn't in the tennis courts. Uh, it was in, what year was that? Been, that must have been year seven. Yeah, 95. 1995, so year seven. And, um, and he introduced me... Uh, Adam Jones is a, a, an interesting chap. Uh, introduces in the changing rooms, and he said, uh, and he said to me, "All right, this is John." Uh, I, he said, "I've definitely got the hardest punch in the year, but this guy's got the hardest kick." Ba- based on nothing. Based on nothing. I've, I've never Stop. kicked anyone. Story in my checks life. out. Serious leg strength. I think he just. He was I think a weird, he was he was a weird guy, from like a fulcrum point of view, like he was using basic <laughs> engineering to say this guy has got long legs. I reckon he can kick. And you know what? I, I, I had respect from you for day one. Good. I did not want to take a and, kick from John. And it's all been downhill ever since. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. That's good. So what was your... Why, I don't know why he was introducing us in cha- in the changing room. So I found that, that was a bit, bit weird. Don't know. It was like after after PE or something. So yeah, I've, I've no idea. I don't even think we were in the same <clears throat> PE class. I think he just took me no. into a changing rooms too. Yeah. <laughs> introduce you to me to meet some of his mates <laughs> yeah. hey uh john i've got to introduce you to someone but we've got to go into changing rooms what do you think <laughs> i'm on board i'm on board yeah <laughs> you did not say no you never say no if a man asks you into the changing rooms mm. um i was once yes. um uh once when i was about about nine made best friends with a mentally handicapped like not like like special needs, like you know, like brain age less than his actual age. Um, and me, he was probably about thirty-five. This is getting and, worse and worse. And um, it, it ended up with Mark having to give him a lift home in the car from the from the um, swimming pool. And Mark was like, oh, "You God. did not tell him where we lived, did you?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "And you didn't tell him where you went to school?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> you told him both those things. Did, yeah, we've been we've been close. We've been pen pals ever since. <laughs> Oh Lord! And that man's Bizarre. name. How, how old were you? About nine. Oh God! That man's name. He was thirty-five. Peter Sutcliffe. Cool. <laughs> Loose. Ah, oh, good. Well, no, actually, go. the more appropriate would start? be that man's name was James Copeland, the nail bomber who went to our school. You, sh- 
You should have um, you should have said someone we knew. You should have said Rob Sturgeon, probably. <laughs> what that man's name was Rob Sturgeon. That man's name was yeah, yeah. Dave Hayward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one, uh, no one uh, understands that reference to David Hayward, yeah. the human turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I'm still friends with him on Facebook. I'm going to let him know we talked about him. I'm still friends with I'm never not going to be friends with Dave Hayward. If anything, he's the nicest man alive. Friends. He's such a good guy. Yeah, I love him to bits. He's the nicest man alive. I won't hear yeah. a word against him. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so the question that we had in from completely unaffiliated with me, real person, Bonanazi6969, 69, 69, um, was um, what conspiracy theory do you 100% buy into and why? Um, oh yeah do you want to go first on this well i just want to bone a nazi um unsurprisingly his comment as to the conspiracy theory that he buys into a hundred percent is what well, all he's written is and i think this is a reference to the holocaust try counting to six million <laughs> so right it's, de- it's definitely not you it's, it's definitely not, not me no so you know you go first any conspiracy theories yeah, I've got one that I absolutely... I, I love a good conspiracy theory. I rarely believe them. I'm not one yeah. of those guys. But, but you want to love them. a good conspiracy theory. Uh, and my favourite one of recent times, uh, which I think we've probably talked about before, is the um, is the uh, the Jill Dando murder. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, um, did he kill the Jill Dando? Yes. That were, so basically, um, she was on... She was on to... She was doing some uh, investigative journalism... Yes, as, as was her job, um, and she was on to the trail of Jimmy Savile. Oh, really? Uh, and she was, yeah, and she was, and she was about to go public with a load of information about Jimmy Savile and blow that thing wide open. Uh, and so, someone, uh, someone with a vested interest, had her off to stop her taking it any further. There's a, I can't remember the guy's name, but I read a story. A few people have been um, killed by. Um, Giordano? No, not by Giordano. It had been killed related to the whole paedophile thing. The whole paedophile um, like cover-up Westminster thing. Ah, right. Um, but there was a... Um, there was a... Um, fucking hell, John. Pull it together, buddy. I'm in here. No, no, thank you. I thank believe God in I you. i cut all of it, me just saying, I'm out. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, there was a... Um, there was a guy who... Oh, fuck it. I can't even move all this. I'm going to cut this whole bit. <laughs> <laughs> there was a man who worked for Brixton... Um, for like Worked as a, a council worker, like a, a young uh, like social services person who was murdered. Right. And uh, he was like on the... Because the, there was a, a big um, child um, like rape... Thing happening at a um, local, like a Lambeth Council's, um, like home for for children, and he had uncovered right. it and found links to uh, the Blair government, and then Good Lord. and then he was murdered. But well, no, then he committed suicide. But people think he was, or he was murdered, and but no one ever found, um, like his murderer was never found, and like after he was murdered his house was broken into and loads of stuff was taken in terms of like like letters and you know yeah 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 anyway you believe that that so i don't join him what i was gonna what i was gonna say about um what i was gonna say about um jill dando's killing obviously barry george who is um a, a mentally deficient man who was convicted of her murder of course his name is barry george because he said he was the, I think he said he was the brother of, or the, yeah, I think he said he was the brother of George Michael, but his name yeah, was right. Barry George. Anyway, so he was, he was, <laughs> he went to prison for it. And back in like, before he even got released, Viz printed a letter, which I think absolutely 100% sums up his um, conviction. And it was like, you know, the trial of Barry George presented a complex character um, for us to break down. You know, on one hand, he seemed to be a um, fantasist who um, struggled with reality and unlikely had the faculties to carry out um, such a heinous crime. On the other hand, we saw a possessive, violent man who um, definitely had the the mentality to, to, to commit such a heinous crime. I suppose the only person who will ever truly know whether Barry George killed Jill Dando 
is Barry George himself and the person that actually killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So so we don't think it was Barry George? Definitely wasn't Barry George. (laughs) Could have been paedophiles. I heard it might have been um, something to do with like um, Slobodan Milosevic. Oh, yeah. Like um, she was investigating. Oh, that's shit on my theory now. Yeah, apparently she was investigating. I mean, I never... Jill Adams on fucking Crime Watch... I didn't realise yeah. that she was she was basically Lois Lane, like investigating mm. all of these secret conspiracies. Um, oh yeah, maybe she was an investigative journalist. She didn't just they, she didn't start her career in journalism as the bird from Crime Watch. Yeah, I suppose she so. did have a career before that. Was his name Barry George or is his name Barry? Was no Barry Scott's the I, guy. Every that time does you say bang. Barry George, I think about Sillip Bang. Yeah, is his name Barry George? Barry I've googled Scott. it. It's Barry George. His name is definitely Barry George. Hey. Right. Case dismissed. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, but he got out and he didn't do it. So good luck to him is what I say. He actually, if you look at a photo of Barry George, and this is the Barry George photograph is obviously going to be the SoundCloud picture that I put up. It won't be Kelsey Grammer for the third week. Or maybe I'm going to see if I can find a picture of Barry George and Kelsey Grammer together. Looking the same. And maybe, and maybe it was Kelsey Grammer who did it. Um <laughs> He actually does look like George Michael. That's the scary thing. But why didn't he say his name was Barry Michael? Yeah. Anyway, fucking yeah. Hell. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Um, have you heard the theory? What's your that, fave? Well, not my favorite, but one I think that um, you know, pitching to, as I said to um, Jane when I saw her last week, pitching to our, you know, one of our main listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the theory about um, Michael Jordan? didn't really retire when he went and played baseball. He was actually kicked out of the league because of his gambling. Uh, was suspended from the uh, league yeah. because of his gambling. And his yeah, dad being killed was... His dad was actually murdered because um, Michael Jordan wouldn't pay his gambling, um, debts. gambling debts. I mean, he's got so much money. He's also a cunt though, isn't like, he? Like, so much money. I yeah, mean, but, it probably I mean, is unlikely that he's... Because they've convicted people of his dad's murder and like... It seems pretty yeah. much like it was a you know open and shut case, um, but you never know. I could definitely see just, him not being. Well, I just, I just don't know. Because yeah, but why? I don't know why. If he was, if he was, um, if he was had a gambling problem, and the NBA were like, you need to sort your gambling problem out, or we'll stop you playing. He probably would have gone. All right, yeah, fine, fair enough. No, I think it was more that he was gambling on games. <clears throat> So he was gambling on games that he was playing and there was worried of the worry that he was, you know, unju- oh, also right. you've got to remember that in the majority of the United States, gambling is still illegal. So when he was in Chicago, Which is weird. unless he was flying to Vegas to put bets on, it, he was committing yeah. a crime. Mm. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the Vietnamese people ripping apples conspiracy, conspiracy theory? Ripping apples? Yeah. Have you heard, do you want me to explain it to you? I would love you to. Okay. So there's a guy on Reddit who... Um, Macra Canthor Hyang... I'm not even... Fuck your name. That's what your name is. I had a Vietnamese roommate in college. One time someone mentioned apples and my roommate said he could rip them in half. We all called yeah. bullshit. And so he did it to shut us up. It was pretty cool. But then he yeah. claimed that all Vietnamese people can do it, and that didn't sound right. So now, whenever I meet a new Vietnamese person, I ask, in as polite and not creepy and not racist way as I can, if they can <laughs> rip an apple in half. And I'll be damned yeah. if every person I've ever asked goes, yeah, sure. And most of them follow up with, all Vietnamese people can rip apples in half. Then I always ask if that's how people in Vietnam eat apples, and they always say, no, we just eat them the normal <laughs> way. All Vietnamese people can rip them in half if they want to. Why? I, I truly don't know if I'm being trolled or not. If I ask the question and have an apple, I'll always give it to the person who claims they can do this, and they always can, so there's some truth to it. But I cannot figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a conspiracy theory. I think it's a pretty... It's a conspiracy That's social theory. commentary. No, it's a conspiracy theory in that he thinks there's a conspiracy between Vietnamese people <laughs> to try and convince him that all Vietnamese and people Westerners. can rip apples in half. <laughs> I feel like I've seen someone do it. I've seen people rip apples in half. I've seen... Um, you know what? You know who I've seen do it? Bob Mortimer. Oh, really? I th- <laughs> you know, but I I've gonna... seen Bob Mortimer pull an apple in half. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to say... Um, 
famous UFC fighter and man most like uh, man motive. For fuck's sake, man voted okay? most. I can't. I can't speak. I think I've had a stroke. Um, I had a stroke. Uh, like man a stroke. voted most <laughs> likely to be Dolph Lundgren's son. Who's that? Super Sage Northcutt. Do you know who Super Sage Northcutt is? He's the no. he's a UFC fighter that looks like he should be in like a generic nineties boy band. Street fighter. Oh right, okay. He, well, yeah, yeah actually, no, he know. could be he could be the fifth boss in yeah. uh, Street <laughs> Punchers Two: Colon Turbo. <laughs> Street Punches 2. Oh. If you I, ever heard of the um uh like psychological um what would you say like what phenomenon? would you describe no like what would you call like schizophrenia or narcissism narcissistic personality the, well, the personality the psychological disorder, disorder yeah psychological disorder. Have you ever heard yeah. of the psychological disorder um that's called something like um Truman theory or Truman behavior or something like that. What's it called? Um, no. Basically, it's the um, it's a like a documented psychological disorder where you are convinced that the world is um, a, a television show. You're the main person. The Truman it. Show. Yeah, the Truman Show is what it's named after. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, and uh, and you're being um, like constantly watched, and things that are happening to you aren't real. They're all like setups for uh, for this. You're going to tell me this is how you feel that your life is. No, is what that, I'm is saying, that where you're going with this? No, what I'm saying is that this man has a like a tweak on that where all of those things are real, but the main drive of the show seems to be convincing him that Vietnamese people can rip up. <laughs> That's the conspiracy. That's the conspiracy he's working against. <laughs> I like it. Um, I, I don't know any Vietnamese people. Um, no. So I, I can't test this. So yeah, that's a that's a conspiracy theory that that man believes. Good, yeah. good. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the uh, you know the, the the twin towers or flat Earth theory or anything like that? Or? No, I mean, flat Earth theory is fuck, shit, fucking mental. That like, um, I mean, I yeah, mean, you know, because you know the South Pole is a, is an ice wall around the around the perimeter around the of the world, disc. Yeah. That's fucking mental. Have you heard their um, they're like, well, if you go up to a because cause the idea is obviously that. The reason that you can't see around the world is because it's a fucking sphere. Um, and you say to them, like, well, why, you know, why can't I just go up to a really tall hill and just see everything? And they're like, um, fog. <laughs> okay. Fog. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, fog. Brilliant. Christ. Um, but then... And, uh, well, yeah, why do, why do buildings, very tall buildings in cities, why do, they, why do they go straight up? They'd be going out at an angle if they were on a sphere. And no, just, I was just like, you fucking morons. They've First of all, they it. are going out for each other, yeah. They've they've retconned it. They've said that it's not flat. It's yeah. like imagine like um, a plate with a dip in dip at the so the first part is the rim, then it dips oh, in, God. and then it dips out higher in the middle, and then it dips back down, and then so it's like a W shape. Who are these fucking retards? I like I do understand the um, the impetus to believe conspiracy theories. Like there's a um, big proponent of conspiracy theories in uh in kind of my uh world is uh any bravo world. in my world no in like in like my cultural sphere is um is joe rogan's brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt mate eddie bravo who just yeah. put him in a room with somebody who's got a mental belief he will believe it by the end of the conversation. <laughs> and he will go on YouTube and watch every video about that subject and then just say, well, you know, all I'm saying is just check it out. Um, he, um, I think his belief in conspiracy theories boils down to an un a fundamental understanding, and this is most people who believe in conspiracy theories, a fundamental understanding that the people in power don't have your best interests at heart. They have a... Okay. Uh, they have a at best um a like kind of like a neutral um like feeling towards your well-being and at worst they're actively nefarious and okay that and that kind of understanding of how of how the world probably does work that you know rich people are fucking you over they're trying to you know steal resources or power etc etc that kind of manifests as so if they're lying to us about you know 
the reasons behind the war in Iraq, they must be lying to us about going to the moon. It's it's like a it's like a right. it's like hay fever. It's like your your immune system is massively overreacting to what is like a what is what is an actual stimulus. Like you don't get hay fever because of no reason. You get hay fever because pollen gets into your sinuses. Mm. You just go mental over it. And that's yeah. what I think conspiracy theories are. It's like a yeah. natural reaction to how shit the world is. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think I'm glad that I went I ju- on a rant. I just, and you I just think they're bloody good fun. <laughs> no, I'm just quite happy that I went on a rant and you didn't end it with going, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you can rant as much as you want. This is a safe space for you. Thank right. you. Thank you. So go on then. What what's um? Is, are we done with conspiracy theories for yeah, the time? Yeah, we're done. With, we've answered. I hope that answers your question. Uh, Boner Hitler, Boner Nazi. Sorry, Boner Nazi. Fuck it. Sorry, Boner Nazi. You should be apologising to Boner Hitler. I will. Well, no, I don't have to apologise to Boner Hitler. I mean, are, you know, um, frenemies. Hey, question here from who's got next question? Yeah, question yeah. here from Nick Potter at Apricot Systems. Yeah. Apricot underscore Systems on Twitter. If you want to follow him, give him a follow. Give him a follow. Hello, my question is, it was established in episode two that John is a prodigious masturbator, yet he claims that his wrists <laughs> are too, wield, sorry, too weak to wield guns akimbo. Please explain this glaring inconsistency. Thanks, Nick. Nick, um, I hope that was a reference to the episode <laughs> of The Simpsons where Homer's Poochie and the guy and the geeky guy um, from the comic book store is like, in episode 67 of Itchy and Scratchy, no one Itchy knows. plays Scratchy's bone, rib bones like a xylophone, but he produces two different notes from the same bone. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> uh, I'll fill this one. Look, Nick, even with my Popeye-esque forearms, 357 Magnum yeah. held in one hand, not being braced, my wrist being braced by the other hand, is going to be difficult Whoa. to aim. And I would... listen. I'm getting angry. John, look, first of all, calm down. Second of all, everybody knows you don't a- you're not actually using your wrist when wanking. I am. Come I'm on. Giving it f- I'm giving it can you see the picture? You're doing you're you're literally doing this. I'm giving it full length strokes. Yeah, exactly. You're not using your wrist I'm at all there. My, I'm, Come I'm on. Using... You're using your forearm? Yeah. Come well, on. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Let's really, get practical yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah. And egg on your face, Nick, who has clearly never masturbated before. So come on, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to change your techers, buddy. Yeah, and I'm disappointed. Come on round. Come on round. We'll give you yeah. a lesson. Ricochet, you have to do it. Twice. Live on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question from the Vanilla Ice Cremes. Uh, this is Rick's actual account. Can you please expand on your all dogs are good boys theorem? Um, it is this, that all dogs are good boys but not all good boys are dogs. Um, a dog can never knowingly <laughs> ba- be a bad boy. Even a bad dog has inherent goodness with him and is therefore a good boy. And the reason uh, a reason why I think, um, you know, whoever the vanilla ice creams might be, might be asking for an expansion on, on the theory is because um, if a dog savages a child, mm-hmm. is it still a good boy? Yes. It may, be, it may be behaving badly in that moment, but that dog is still a good boy. What? So, so I, I think I think then we're possibly at odds uh, as to what the definition of a good boy is. Um, I think you're looking for that some, doesn't feel like a good action. To yeah, me. hey, you can you can you can have bad actions, but you can still be a good boy. Yeah, dogs are inherently Oof. good. Inherently yeah. good, like people are inherently no. Good. People aren't inherently good. So all boys are good boys. All dogs are good boys. <laughs> all, but all people are inherently good, aren't no, they? No, no. Even if they sometimes do good no, actions. No, no, people aren't. People, people aren't inherently good. There, no one's born good or bad, are they? You're a. Uh, um... Well, isn't that the same with dogs? No, dogs are born good. It's, it's where they're different. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you're not selling I it to a, me I read a brilliant comment Come on. the other day which is um, fuck um, Elon Musk and his electric cars I want to celebrate the first person that looked at a wolf and went I think I can make that I think I can make that <laughs> an animal that's going to sleep in my bed <laughs> yeah fair I like it I'm following on um, from, yeah, so- from domesticating animals um, so are you going to say anything else there do you have anything good to say uh, no, no, never. No. Okay. Uh, following on from uh, domesticating animals, 
Jane Kemp asks, do vegans make their pets follow a vegan diet too? Um, yes, if they want their pets to die. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless their but that would, that would be a counter-argument, wouldn't it? What, what do you mean? Don't, don't, they, don't they take the piss out of this in Futurama? When they, te- they teach a lion to eat tofu. And it's very <laughs> ill. It's very ill. <laughs> uh, but that's, isn't that a counter-argument to the uh, animals eating meat, all that kind of stuff? What do you mean? Well, for a vegan to own a, a pet that eats, uh, for a dog that eats meat. I don't, I don't, if I was a vegan and I was like anti-eating animals, I don't think I'd be like begrudging my pet dog from eating meat. I think I'd But be the like, amount of pe- pedigree chum must get through a fuckload of animals. And I can't imagine their, their, um, their, their slaughterhouses are the most uh, ethical. No, they they are. Um, every piece of meat in Pedigree Chum is ethically sourced from the <laughs> bottom of whatever abattoir works is boot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they walk out through the Pedigree Chum production factory. Yeah, it's just whatever just gets scrape, kicked scrape into that off. sluice. Yeah. But you know what I mean, though? Um, like, you, what, what? Is no, there such I, thing I, as, like, ethically sourced uh, pet food? There's no such thing as ethically probably. sourced pet food. Well, I mean, there it is probably, probably is. like vegan. There is definitely yeah. vegan dog and cat food. And all I'm going to say is those animals are living a fate worse than death. And that's no way to treat a good boy. I like think that. if you, I think, I think if you're a vegan, then that in, in that sense, I don't think you should. I, I think that would be counter to your moral argument for I mean, you to have a pet that eats meat. If you're vegan and you won't eat eggs because it's cruel to eat eggs, surely it's cruel to keep a fucking dog or cat or fish or whatever. Mm. Like yeah, yeah, you're agreed, not. Yeah. If you're vegan and you've got a pet, you're not vegan. Yeah, you're using <laughs> yeah, animal yeah. products. You're using <laughs> that dog's love to yeah. make yourself feel better. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm with you. So, uh, so long story short, vegans can go fuck themselves. Is Ve- that no, I never. I, I think veganism is. I've said it now. There's a there's a fella at Charlie's work who um, she told me the other day. He said to her that um, he's he's gone vegan. And he mm. went, um, well, look, the biggest animals in the animal kingdom um, are all herbivores. No, not herbivores. What's the one where you don't eat? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. herbivores yeah. is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, are, all, are all herbivores. Um, so, you know, you're going to tell me that a gorilla's not getting enough protein? And I was like, yeah, a fucking gorilla isn't a human. Like, you- <laughs> Completely biologically different. A gorilla's also got a one-inch penis. You're going to clap him on the back for that one as well. <laughs> they are they are maintaining, uh, 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 you know, like fucking thirty-five stone of muscle mass. Yeah. Uh, by by eating leaves. Yeah, I mean, fruit. I would argue that, if, that, I, I that mean, muscle that's... mass has probably got more to do with their like fucking genome or whatever than it has yes, to do with. Yes, that's their what diet. I'm saying. That's their <laughs> genetic makeup. You show me one bodybuilder who's capable of keeping a, a gorilla-like physique, yeah. uh, eating fruit and fucking leaves. My answer when Charlie told me that was, "Well, fucking fish can swim underwater, but if I jump in and hold my breath for four minutes, I'm still going to drown." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, so fuck well, that guy. I mean. Yeah, it just always reminds me whenever I uh, hear of vegans um, chatting about stuff or you speak to vegans about things, it always reminds me of that scene from Spaced where they're they're talking about uh, people who are in the TA. Yeah. Uh, Part-time soldier, full-time banging on about it. (laughs) It's the the joke about um, like someone having a heart attack on a plane and being like, is there a doctor on this plane? And a a man walks over and goes, "Um, I'm a vegan. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Is that answered James' question? Do you think? Uh, Yeah, I I want to kind of spin off from James' question. Do you remember the fella that we went to school with that nearly went to prison for um, for selling um, pedigree chum for exchanging pedigree chum (laughs) cases for um, grams of cocaine? Who was that? I definitely can't say his name. I'll say his oh, name. Oh yeah, fair, 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 fair. It was. It was uh, I remember the, the <laughs> you talking about the uh, the headline. Headline, yeah, <laughs> pedigree scum. Yeah, <laughs> the Sun headline would have been pedigree scum. <laughs> um, not the best. Yeah. Not the best headline we've ever invented. The best headline that's ever been invented 
by um, somebody that went to Yateley School um, was Stu McLean's headline to the story, which I still remember, fucking, what, probably 16 years later, the story about um, Bruce Forsyth um, saving his um, son, like his son got like pushed out to sea on like a, um, in like a boat. Um, and Bruce Forsyth like took a took a bigger boat out to go and get him, and Stu's headline was "Dingy Do Well." Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, write it down. We should maybe we should start a, like a sub website, good as hell sub website, where you can submit uh, headlines, headlines to that story, and we can see if we can yeah. get a new champion to any stories. <laughs> Um, I just remember Stu being like he told that story and he was like yeah so they were like has anyone got a good headline for this and I went oh, I've got a pretty good one ding and he do well and I had to f- I immediately <laughs> went and fact checked that and I went and asked um, what was her name Hannah <laughs> what was the girl who we went to school with Hannah and she did like trampolining anyway whatever her name was uh, oh god is it Hannah Cazell or something like that Hannah Cazell yeah Giselle. that's it yeah, yeah. Okay, now that was a pull. I went and immediately went and asked her, and she was like, "It was like he was seven, and he needed to go to the toilet. His hand was up <laughs> in the air, and he was using his other hand underneath to to hold it up, and he was straining. Oh, my God. And that was uh, that was dingy do well, which, to be honest with you, only made me like it more. Yeah, fair. I don't know why he can just been honest. I am um, the. There's uh, something for you, uh, you and I both, John. Uh, yeah, in these on. latter stages of our um, life career, uh, a story, a story in the mirror <laughs> uh, about um, McDonald's fries stopping people going bald. Whoa! Yeah, so get yourself down McDo's and uh, now, what do you have to? Will you rub them on your head? Just, just eat the fries. Eat the fries relentlessly. Oh, there's I some bullshit on there's that. Some, I've, oh, there's some disgusting chemical in them that, uh, that that stops them. It stops them frothing when they, when you put them in a deep fat fryer. Um, which I mean is a disturbing set of words, and uh, and yeah, it's this, this chemical that uh, apparently stimulates follicle activity. I don't want to be like the detective at the end of Usual Suspects watching um, the John, cup. John, yeah, yeah. John, I'm giving I'm giving you an excuse to eat more McDonald's fries. I'm just going to say this story. <laughs> things are starting to make sense. I'm starting to piece things together. The cup has fallen out of my hand. And underneath it says, in 2002, Rick convinced me that fries weren't worth it and just to order another <laughs> double cheeseburger. <laughs> and I started going bald around that time. I... <laughs> uh, from from a culinary experience, I stand by that comment. I, I made no guarantees yeah. of hair growth. We didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Christ! Yeah. Those double cheeseburgers, eh? Uh, you've oh, seen go. me. You've seen my um, quadruple cheeseburger, where you take the top off one double cheeseburger, the bottom off oh another my one, God. and you smash them together. Oh, you you're them. talking my language. This is phenomenal. Oh. If you, if you, it's if, a very anti-vegan episode. This, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I eat meat. Charlie's vegetarian now, and I'm basically vegetarian, no, but I have whatever we are having for dinner, which is pescatarian. Um, right. I have whatever we're having for dinner with either chicken breast or steak as a, and so I basically have a vegetarian meal as my side, side. order yeah <laughs> and then I have it with meat uh, do you know what oh, good really are the kids nice. veggie then no no they, they just eat you know fish fingers every day no. <laughs> uh, depends uh, is cheese a vegetable um, <laughs> this isn't a question from a fan, but it's something that a fan. <laughs> it's a question from one of our myriad fans. Um, but uh, I am convinced that I invented the term full kit wanker. Um, <laughs> I don't think you are, are you? I, no, I am convinced I invented this term. So oh, I coined sorry. this term I... to describe Lewis Clear in about 1998. Now, the earliest <laughs> reference I can find to it is that somebody called Chris... Um, claims to have coined it in about 2012. There's a 14-year period where I was using the phrase full kit wanker. <laughs> yeah. What is it? And who is this chap who's claiming? This guy, Chris. His name's Chris. Right. He is a like a, a blogger, um, like a football blogger. Yeah. Um, so if I Google... I already f- don't like him. 
Well, no, he, in fact, it's not him. It's a, apparently, I think, um, someone's saying it comes from the in-betweeners. I've just seen. Get lost. Yeah. We've been before that, haven't we? I was saying, yeah, I think so. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying, Rick. Um, do, 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 stop speaking. So I'm now looking on the <laughs> Daily Dot um, and it says, Full Kit Wankers, a guide to UK football fan shaming. Um, so, let me just, oh, because of bus wankers. Ah, yeah, very different. So, oh, wankers full kit has documented the trend since December 2011. Um, but I'm, I guarantee you that I said, so Lewis Clear once turned up at my house Wearing a full Leeds kit, including socks and, yeah. shin, and shin pads. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my mum like looked at oh, him and was like, "Is he all right?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no. So your mum invented the term "full kit wanker," <laughs> no. did she? Well, yeah. On seeing I, Lewis at her door. I, and I, I swear that we started calling him a full kit wanker behind his back. At that, point. I'm sure he's also like, I'm sure he's also wearing, um, like when we play basketball. Oh, for like sure. You'd wear like a full Orlando Magic kit. Right, so I tried to explain this to Charlie about twelve months yeah. ago, and um, Theo got two full um, Cleveland Cavalier LeBron James um, kits for Christmas nice. you, uh, last from year from Gabby. That's um, oh, sweet. And uh, so he, so me and him in the summer, like a few times, go down to the park and. Um, like I try and teach him how to do a layup and then we just mm. play around because it's literally all I can do is just show him how to try and do a post move and then a layup. That's <laughs> I'm not showing him the hook shot yet. You don't bring out the hook shot to advanced no, move. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's got to well, be 18 before he gets that trust oh, yeah. fund. Um, but to be yeah. fair, um, no one showed me how to do a layup until I was about 16. So if anything, <laughs> like, he's it's weird that your your basketball career hasn't blossomed. Yeah, so it is. No, it was your yeah. brother. Your brother taught me how to do a layup when I'm, I'm not joking, when I was maybe 13, right. maybe 14, actually. It could have even yeah. have been 15. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, so he wanted to go down the park in his kit. And I was saying to him, look, 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 you either wear the vest or the shorts you don't wear the vest and the shorts. And Charlie, 100% Charlie correct. went to me, like went mad, took me to the side and went, how dare you? He is an eight-year-old <laughs> boy. He wants, and I was like, no, Charlie, you don't understand, okay? Yeah, this yeah. This is my culture. You yeah. do not wear the full kit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he went down the park with the full kit. Nothing bad happened that time. He, <laughs> I didn't want to set a precedent. He could have. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody could have seen him and sniggered behind his back, and I could have heard those sniggers. Yeah, I think it's probably all right to wear a full kit when you're like ten. I don't think it's all right to wear a full kit when you're like over. No, I think if you're old enough, I think to if come, you get him, you can't wear a full kit. Yeah, fair. But also, I mean, you know, there's no there's no danger in getting him into that habit before. So, yeah, yeah get, well, getting him into the habit. Why not? Of not why not? Why not learn it now? It's a it's yeah. a gateway drug. Wearing a full kit yeah. to yeah, yeah, yeah. to running when with he two, sees with, when he says when he's twenty when he's twenty uh, you know twenty five years old yeah. right and a photo surfaces of him wearing a full kit yeah. when he was eight he will say to you what the fuck were you doing let me wear a full kit there's a precedent in in my family and you will say and you will say it was your fucking mother that's what I'll say it's a precedent in my family so so me and Charlie have two very different parenting styles Charlie um, has a like a let the child decide when it comes to like clothes or in her case glasses or things like that she has a mm -hmm. let the child decide so when she was a child um she chose a pair of glasses that can only be described as being from the <laughs> elton john house of tap <laughs> there they were like they were like you know like timmy mallet's glasses like multicolored yeah. frames yeah they were like that yeah yeah, yeah. Now charlie was yeah you know it's not it's not unknown <laughs> <laughs> is she there she's just is she right the there door and she does not <laughs> look happy murdered by your wife to talk about oh, I'm going. she's unhappy <laughs> anyway so yeah, so she had these <laughs> shitty multicolored glasses on, and yeah, Charlie like got, got bullied at school because of it. 
she's gonna kill you. Right, and my opinion is that my opinion is that a child should not be allowed to choose. Like to an extent, you give them a little bit of freedom when it comes to sartorial elegance. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. They choose the color, yeah. maybe, them, or they let them make the, yeah. let them make a decision. If it's a wrong decision, you know, Intervene. just kind of direct them into a right yeah, decision. But, yeah, I would describe. Yeah, exactly. I would describe. Um, uh, I would describe my view on on children's clothing and parenting as being very similar to US foreign policy. <laughs> Let the country decide, and if they decide in the wrong direction, then yeah. you set up death squads and you start murdering people. <laughs> Sorted. Yeah. Good. Um, Let's murder some children. The really is sad thing is we're going to have to cut all of that out <laughs> to no, save my marriage. You're, no, we're not. No. Okay. Uh, no one's listening. No one's listening. No Charlie, no one's listening. No one's listening. Four people are listening, and all of the people that are listening already know those stories. So, yeah. okay. Next question from Jen. Uh, How do you say Jen's surname? Garmston. 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 Yeah. At um, Jen Bar on Twitter. <laughs> um, so, everybody who listens to us is already following everybody else who listens to us. I don't know why I keep fucking reading out the um, Twitter handles yeah. of people who everybody already knows. Um, yeah. Jen asks, Rick, what's your favourite... No, sorry. Jen asks, what each other's favourite memory of the other... Per- How is an elegant way to ask that question? Good Lord. What is your favourite memory What is our favourite memory of, of each, each other? Yeah. Uh, my, that, I, I haven't got like a funny anecdote, I don't think, uh, seeing as this is the first time I've heard this question. Yeah. But that entire period where we spent uh, basically our, our whole lives living around Rob's house while his parents were away over the summer. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty entertaining. Um, exactly the same. Well, so my favourite memory is being wrapped in duvets while I brandished a spatula and you brandished a um, <laughs> electric drill, and yeah. we we had to go into the garden because <laughs> it was dark outside and we were scared. It was a it was a weekend where we were spending on the tropical island of Incommunicado. Yeah, um, and yeah, it was no, no phones allowed. No phones allowed. I don't think we had phones. Everybody was out of their fucking minds. Yeah, and uh, and there, there, the time where uh, me and Rob played um, X Men Legends Two on the Xbox. <laughs> oh, sorry, on the GameCube. On the GameCube. Uh, and, and we, we played the entire fucking game through from start to finish in one sitting uh, without blinking. Uh, just completely wired and every 20 minutes or so you would surface from under a pile of blankets on the duvet shout who's Wolverine uh, and then go back to sleep before we had a chance to answer that was that was when I just used to sweat on Rob's leather sofa <laughs> you didn't want to look, go home ever and no. da- didn't, uh, didn't, didn't Dave Hayward for the second shout out of the episode uh, come and pick you up because you and him were going to the cinema yeah, went to he, for he turned up and you were still you, you, he was still wrapped in a blanket, sweated through, yeah. and he was like, "Are you all right to go to the cinema?" And you were like, "Yeah, yeah, fine." To be yeah. fair, this was about half ten at night as well. It was, it was like <laughs> a late show of V for Vendetta. Yeah, and, I went, and we've been up since the and night I've before. I've never liked that film, and um, I don't know what it was. A um, sorry, Charlie just walked in. She's got the tissues. She's so she just can't stop crying. She's sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> Uh, the other, the other, uh, one of my other favourite memories from that period is when, uh, uh, so you know, Rob's ha- Rob's parents' house, obviously on a little kind of like estate, you know, like a little kind of unadopted road, yeah, uh, little kind of gravel gravel road sort of thing that went round the corner. So it was kind of a private road, and uh, we got really, really fucking shit faced. Uh, and he asked if he could have a go at driving my car, and I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, 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 sounds good. <laughs> Got in, sat in a passenger seat, and he fucking handbraked it, turn, turned it several times round the fucking uh, round the little circuit that was his yeah, Colin McRae rally style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking stones flying up everywhere. I was literally shitting my pants. He had only had like one driving lesson. <laughs> was liberally using the handbrake, and uh, nobody died. We didn't roll the car, so good. It was good. 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 So yeah. The other question um, that Jen asked was, "What's our favourite TV programmes and why do we like them? Is it because of the actors or the cartoon?" Just a quick question: Why the fuck were you watching Dragon Ball Z on um, Saturday morning, and why did you feel the need to? Put I've, that on ne- your I've never, story? I've never watched Dragon Ball Z. What, uh, sh- oh, next, so next it was question. either Dragon Ball Z or it was Pokemon. What were you watching on? Neither. What were you watching? It was. 
It was uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Good. What, what's the what's the story of Full Metal Alchemist? Uh, so it's um, two kids who's um, who have a bit of a, a flair for uh, magic, and their mum dies, and they try and resurrect her, and she comes back as some fucked up zombie monster thing. Mm. The kid loses his arm, his right arm, and his and his right leg, and then his little brother uh, loses his entire body, and he. Um, and he bonds his brother's soul into a suit of armor. Okay, cool. Any good? Um, yeah, yeah, it's good actually. It's pretty, it's pretty dark at times. It goes from being hilarious, like manga comedy to uh, anime comedy to uh, to quite dark shit. Um, but yeah, it's good. You should check it out, mate. Good, I will do. It. I'll watch, on, I'll watch. on Netflix. The, oh, Theo, I love it. I watch. I'm watching that. Um, uh, what's it called? Is it called that Altered Carbon or something like that? Oh yeah, I've seen the trailer. I haven't, I haven't started watching it yet. Watched a couple of episodes. Worth of it. watching. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty, yeah, it's worth watching. It's yeah. definitely worth watching. Um, it's pretty good stuff. It, um, definitely worth a peruse. Oh, I've lost you. Hold on. You still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah, oh, we, we got, got interrupted by another phone call. Yeah, it was uh, Chris Bourne trying to phone me. Oh, fuck that guy. No, <laughs> don't, no, don't fuck that guy. I like Chris. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. He's all carbon. Pretty good. I've got big news, Rick. You ready? Um, so yeah, so this straight in from uh, the AV Club. We regret to inform you that Rugrats now has a porn parody, and it's called Tug. What? It's called Tugrats. Oh my god! It's with heavy heart that the AV Club has learned of the existence of a new Rugrats porn parody in which Tommy, Chucky, Angelica, Phil, Lil, and the rest of the gang are imagined as diaper-wearing adults who, after decades of simmering sexual tension, remove those diapers and fuck each other. Oh my god, that is savage. There's a there's a Pokemon porn parody Hold on. which features a character called Dickachu. Oh god, hang on one second. I've just got to go and answer the door. Go for it. I don't I don't know how we'll make a guest work because he's not going to be able to hear you talk. Uh, have you not got two headphones? Can you not pass him one of the headphones? Oh uh, yeah, could do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where were we? I'm just cracking. I'm, hey, I'm just putting out fires left, right, and centre, mate. Um, yeah, so there's a porn parody <laughs> of um, of Rugrats, which is pretty weird because they're all children. It's, f- it's fucking like a, bizarre. It's like a reverse Muppet Babies, but for sex. Um, I'm just looking down the list of other cartoons. Um, there's an Adventure Time porn parody. Uh, pa- pause again for me one second, Jono. John. Jono, you there, mate? I'm still there. Oh. Can you hear me? We've got Chris Bo- Chris Bourne on the channel. All right, mate. What's going on? Yeah, not too much. How you been? S- special good, guest. Good, good, good. Well, you got right. So we we're still recording. You got to bring him back. You yeah. got to bring him in properly. Uh, so uh, special guest for well, I was going to say one episode only. Hopefully not though. No. Um, we've got um, the, the man, the legend, Chris Bourne, uh, live in the studio. Um, How are we doing? How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm, How are you doing, sir? I'm good, mate. All the better for hearing you, my friend. Um, I don't feel that Rick's introduction... You little love affair. <laughs> good Lord. Um, yeah, get get Rick off the podcast, Chris, you're in. Um, <laughs> we, I don't think uh, Rick has fully um, broken down um, you as a person with that introduction. I don't think, A, he hasn't gone through every um, DJ name that you have, which I feel that... For the for again for he's the only fucking, got one DJ name for the no I've heard more than one yeah only one that he's he's yeah. he's happy with <laughs> I was just say it was, uh, there, was a, there was a working project of which uh, many names came up but you yeah. know, the born supremacy is what we are we're sticking with right now so okay that's good jo- John knows you John knows you as nothing but DJ Chillins DJ okay. Chillins yeah DJ Chillins yeah, I think <laughs> I think General Waste was another uh, possible contender in the yeah, early yeah. stages as well <laughs> that's good um. Uh, John, I've got another thing. So the reason the reason that uh, Chris is here, yeah, uh, is because we're going to watch Super Bowl tonight. Are you watching it? No, no, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> oh, he's such a dad. Um, Unbelievable. I, 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 Who's your money on? Uh, Patriots. It's got to be Patriots, isn't it? Got to be. It's a madman that bets against Brady in the Super Bowl. John Surely. Rutherford's the lock of the week. Surely the lock of the week. I don't know. It's a bit. Are you, are you, are no, you I'm, are you I'm, I'm torn. I actually think the Eagles are better, but they just don't have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Basically, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got, I've got, um, I, 
whenever I do like a bet on a sporting event, I always do it like, I, I never just go for who's going to fucking win because I find that dull as shit. I'll find the most ridiculous odds on things and put like a quid on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like um, the prop bets and all that. Kind so of we got yeah. So we got like if uh, if uh, four if four touchdowns are scored in each half, yeah, or or more in each half, and it goes to overtime, then I got two hundred to one. That's pretty good. You got two hundred yeah. to one because that is not going to happen. It's well, yeah, it's not going to happen, John. But if it does, it's the greatest game. That would be I'll the greatest game of football of all time. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Fair but enough. you get all kinds of like crazy prop well, bets for gonna... Super Bowl as well, don't you? You can bet on things like. What color Gatorade will their winning coach get covered in? Can in the game? Yes, all that kind oh, of. Oh, I should have done that. There was one the other day I heard was something was about whether or not Justin Timberlake will cover do a cover of a Prince song at halftime, which ah. obviously he will do. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to do that. Did you see his tweet? I can't work out whether it was fake or not. What did it say? Uh, someone, someone, um, someone posted it on like Facebook or whatever. So I don't know whether it was his actual tweet, but he was like, uh, "If this gets a hundred thousand um, uh, retweets." I'll get someone else's titty out at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't, if he doesn't pull out his C and B's, yeah, as penance. <laughs> I want to see both. Um, yeah. yeah, I uh, there was a there was a bet about um, how many times Donald Trump's going to tweet um, about the Super Bowl today. Okay, which I liked. It was under one, and I'm waving now. It was under um, one and a half tweets. Oh, so, definitely more than that. Yeah, I, sure. no, I think that's I think that's a bet to take. I think he's going to yeah, send out one tweet over. congratulating the Patriots. That's it. Uh, okay, okay. No, I don't, not, he'll be active. I reckon, won't he? He's not no, a he'll, football he'll, guy. He'll be. He'll be yeah, but he'll be tweeting out about the fact that people are standing up for the national anthem at the beginning yeah, of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. If anyone kneels, he will do ten tweets in a row. That's true. That's true. Um, do, you, do you reckon anyone will kneel? That you, you must be able to get good odds. No, on that, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. Um, well, definitely no one on the Patriots will kneel because they're like arbiters for white America. Um, <laughs> it's probably fair. I, I think because it, it depends. Cause I don't think people kneel during the national. Because what's really sad is like you can't have a fucking protest. So it started off with um, Kaepernick sitting during the national anthem and then a number yeah. of veterans said to him that that's disrespectful to veterans but yeah. kneeling would be appropriate and so he yeah. started doing that and then people were like well you can't kneel so then people started kneeling before the national anthem and then people were still yeah, booing yeah. them anyway so basically you just can't have an opinion I don't think is the uh, yeah. you can't say I've, anything I think, I think it's mental I think it's yeah. bizarre that he was, he was, he was left left unsigned for a long time I don't think it's I don't think it's bizarre that he was left unsigned for a long time if you think about like the people that own football teams American football teams mm. yeah, they're yeah, all like reactionary mm. white conservatives so they're all they're, they're all believe exactly the same things that, that Trump says so yeah, yeah. and also he's not good enough to make up for the fact that he's protesting basically is what it comes down to yeah if that was freaking yeah. yeah, Aaron Rodgers if that was Aaron yeah, yeah. Rodgers yeah, 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 or yeah. if that was Cam Newton kneeling yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody still Tom Brady would yeah. if Tom Brady yeah. was kneeling yeah 100% yeah. they would be like everyone well, else would be kneeling with him yeah, yeah. yeah. TB12 <laughs> kneels yeah keeps him yeah. fresh yeah um, Tebow, what would well, Tebow have done if he if Tebow was still in the league what would Tim Tebow have done he wouldn't have been. He would have had to have prayed standing up. Yeah, <laughs> he'd have been fucked. Bless him. Is what I'm going to say. That's, a, that's, a, that's all of my American football knowledge. Um, well, I'm a Bears well, fan, a so I don't need to, to know it. anything about um, American football. American football. Yeah, yeah. there's no need. Good. It's just it's just broken. Yeah. Well, I'm a Raiders fan, so I'm with you. No, um, Raiders are right this season, weren't they? Well, they, yeah, yeah. They have they, the last couple of seasons. They've done better than people expected, and still done shit in the playoffs. So, yeah, they weren't as good know. this year. Last year they were a bit better, but yeah, um, yeah. Derek Carr's legit, I think. But there we go. I think the question is when they eventually move to, to Vegas. Vegas, how many games are we going to go to watch? I think that's the more important question to ask. As many <laughs> as I can get away with, as many as I can get permission from my wife to go to. She's ignored that one. Okay. It's good. Uh, so, John, there's only there's two two more things on my list that go I on. want to talk about before the end of the episode. Um, one is. Uh, we had a brief conversation when I saw you uh, and you told me about something that literally made me piss my pants. 
um, and it was uh, it was uh, you know that that the dude who drove the the van the the white van into some people outside a mosque in London. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, that's not the funny <laughs> bit. That's not the funny <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop laughing. This, <laughs> this sounds bad yeah. so far. <laughs> we retell that tale, please. Yeah. So apparently, like um, his name's um, fuck. What's that guy's name? What's the guy's name? He drove the. It's it's um, Darren something generic it's, no it's the name of one of the characters in Hollyoaks Darren Osborne his name's fucking Darren oh, Osborne right. yeah, yeah, yeah anyway <laughs> from Hollyoaks from like 10 years ago I don't know if Darren Osborne's still yeah. on it anyway so yeah Darren Osborne who's the um, fellow who drove the van into um, the people outside the mosque after the um, London Bridge attacks um, so he was on trial and it came out in the trial that he was a bit of a fantasist and that he had um, pretended to be in the army. Um, and his cover was blown when a fellow that drank in the same pub as him, like same local pub as him, when, who was in the army, went, oh yeah, you're in the army. Um, do the phonetic alphabet for me then. Um, and when he got to B for Badger, um, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so he goes, uh, uh, Alpha Badger? <laughs> Oh fuck! I would have paid money to be there. That's amazing. Alpha Badger. Alpha Badger. Wait. They should make it Badger. I think <laughs> they should make it Badger. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Alpha Badger. Uh, when did, where did you hear that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I heard it I, on the streets. Um, yeah. Yeah. Had it. Had it on the streets of South Keeping London. to the ground. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So there was that. <laughs> that was. That was. Thank God. Thank God you remembered. We nearly, yeah. we nearly burnt that content last week. We did, yeah. We saw each other. We told uh, several funny stories in a row, uh, and then remained silent for the next three hours because <laughs> we were worried about using up all our funny <laughs> stories before the next podcast. What was your other one then? Uh, it was uh, Theo's friend Brian. <laughs> well, that no, actually worked out today. That was all a big fat lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's happen. a funny lie. Though, My so. brain invented that. So, um, is that it then? Are we done. Well, I think so. Anything I'm, wanna... at one hour, I'm, at, I'm at one hour 20 or something. So. Yeah, that'll cut back. All right, yeah. well, um, thanks everyone for listening. If you could, um, in, in Chris's case, if you could listen, download and listen to the podcast, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's the Download, point. subscribe, smash the subscribe button, five stars review. And uh, yeah. we can hopefully have more than the seventeen people if we get, on SoundCloud. If we, get, if, we get, if we get 50 listens, we'll get Chris back on again. Oh, 100%. Hundred percent. Um, oh, I I need to be back on. I think we need yeah. to. I need to. I've got some things I need to say. Oh yes, <laughs> here we go. Um, follow us on Twitter at Good as Hellcast. Email us questions. I can't remember what our email address is. What's our email address? Good as Hell Podcast at Oh yeah, Good as Hell Podcast at Gmail um, And and thank you very much for joining us on this. Roller coaster ride of emotions. Um, and see you all next week. Bye. 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 Say, say bye properly, Chris. Come on. Give me a big bye. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's that was nice. nice. Very nice. Bye. 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 bye.